You are listening to the She Runs the Show podcast with Cassandra Vaughn, episode 301, the solo series. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of She Runs the Show. This is episode 301, 301, and we are talking about how to make 2022 your best year yet. Uh, well, you know, the best is always yet to come, right? So you have every opportunity and every day to make today the best day of your life. And you know what? It really should be the best day of your life because guess what? Yesterday's gone. Tomorrow's not promised. Guess what you got today? So I, I want to talk about this episode by starting out with sort of a negative thing. And I want to say this, change is tiring, right? Making changes in our lives, doing change, being the change, transformation, evolution, growth, all of this personal development, self-help stuff that we talk about, it is tiring. And you know what? It is never ending. You will never arrive. I remember being, you know, 15. I couldn't wait to be 16 to have a driver's license and then being 20. And I thought I was going to arrive by 25. And now that I'm about to be 44, I'm like, Oh, I'm never getting there. <laughs> right? Like I am never going to arrive. It is a life long spiritual journey. It is a process. And so if you find yourself listening to this episode and you're saying to yourself, man, I'm tired, you know, like all of this change, all of this working on myself, it is exhausting. I'm going to say to you, yes, it is. And it's never ending. So if it's never ending, then we've got to find a way to, as I've heard so many times said before, fall in love with the process of becoming great because our entire lifetime is the process of becoming great. So I wanted to get that out of the way because I think a lot of people listen to to podcasts like this or read books that I write and they and and I don't know if I make it change and transformation sound easy or if I make it sound like, yeah, you can do it, uh, you know, cheerleader-ish in nature, but I will say it's tough. Th- this this becoming more of who you are, this undoing negative patterns, this getting toxicity out of your life, this, you know, raising your standards and holding yourself to them. This is not easy work. And in many cases, it's not simple work either. So I want to give you credit if you're you're finding yourself in a place where you're like, I just, I don't want to go into another year setting all of these big goals because it's tough as hell. And yes, it is. And I'll still say, just like my book, You Can Do Hard Things, you're tougher. And yes, you can do hard things. So that is the disclaimer I want to put before I start talking about this episode. Because sometimes people talk about, you know, make this the best year of your life and they do the Pollyanna thing with it. And I'm not going to do that because the reality is, is all of the things that I'm working towards in this decade of my life in the 40s, all of the things that I'm working towards in 2022, you know what? They're hard as hell. Like the changes that, that, that I'm about to, they are hard. And so I do not want anyone listening to this feeling like they are incompetent or not able to live up to some standard. We are all there together. Let me help you out. It is hard work. Whatever it is you want to change about your life in 2022. And yet it, you are still worth 
doing the hard work to make those changes. So let's get started. Uh, one of my favorite quotes says, don't fear failure, fear being in the exact same place next year as you are today. Let me say it again. This is a heavy hitter because it hurts, right? Don't fear failure, fear being in the exact same place next year as you are today. I don't know who said that, but that's a powerful quote and it hurts because if you are sitting in this moment listening to this and you're going, damn, I'm kind of still in the same place as I was last year at all these goals and all these dreams and and I'm still kind of in the same place. Well, that tells you something. And that doesn't mean that you're you're somebody who isn't committed, isn't disciplined. No, no, no. Don't make this mean something personally about you. Use it as your motivation and take the information and say, okay, from this moment forward, I'm going to do differently. Here's another quote that I love that relates to how do you make 2022 your best year yet? Growth is painful. Change is painful, but nothing is as painful as staying stuck somewhere you don't belong. Let me say the quote again. This one hurts too. Growth is painful. Change is painful, but nothing is as painful as staying stuck somewhere you don't belong. And let me help you out. You know, if you're in a place you don't belong, like we don't, I don't even need to do an episode about the signs, the symptoms that you are in anything in your life that you, you know, you, to your core, in your inner being, your inter, you know, if you are settling for less than you deserve, you know, if you are stuck somewhere, you don't, I don't even have to give you a play by play on what that looks like. Cause you feel it. You might be able to put up a front and put up a show and other people don't know, but you know. And so that's why this quote is so powerful. Growth is painful. Yes, it is. Change is painful. But nothing is as painful as staying stuck somewhere you don't belong. Last quote I'm going to give, and then we're going to dive into the episode. Discipline is not enough. You need to have a clear plan. I don't know who said that, but but I talk about this in, in almost every book that I've ever written, and I've written 30 at this point. Discipline is not enough. You need to have a clear plan. Now, I don't believe people should live in planning, you know, uh, I was going to say planning hell, but for a lot of people who are planners, it's not hell to them. It's kind of like they're, they're, they're taking an escape from doing the work by saying that planning is doing the work. Let me help you out. Planning is not action. Planning is preparation for action, but planning is not taking daily massive action or DMA. Discipline is not enough. You still need a clear plan, but you need to take action too. So. How do you make 2022 your best year yet? Let me let me start with some some basics here. Number 1, you have to see 2022 as one year leading to the fulfillment of your vision for a decade. I've been talking about this for a minute. You know, Tony Robbins said something like people overestimate what they what they think they can accomplish in a year and underestimate what they can accomplish in a decade. And I think when you're looking at life year by year, you're not being strategic because for so many people, me included, I mean, I have to, I have to be vigilant with myself about not thinking I can accomplish way more on any given day and any given week and any given month than what is feasibly available in the 24 hours a day, seven days a week that currently exist. And I'm constantly happy because I, I want to get so much done. I'm constantly having to check myself on a daily basis 
and literally putting, you know, focus blocks on my calendar to say to myself, Cass, like, no, I know you want to do this, but it's going to take this number of hours. And where are you going to fit it in? This is, this is a conversation I have with myself. Where are you going to fit it in exactly on this day, knowing you've got this to do and that to do and this meeting and that meeting? Where exactly are you going to get all that in? And I force myself to schedule the time blocks because I also know how long things take in my life. Uh, I measure them. I use Toggle, which is a beautiful free app. So I know how long everything in my business takes. I know how long everything in my workouts take. And so I force myself when I get that little inkling that I'm trying to do too much in a given day, I force myself to put it on my calendar so that I understand that I'm being super unrealistic about what I think and get done today. Now, the reason I say that is because when you only look at your life in a year by year approach, you are not playing out how every year fits into the the decade goals, right? So I'm a firm believer, you gotta, you gotta reverse engineer your goals. What do you want? Where do you want to be in 10 years? I'm about to be 44. So where do I want to be at 54? And then I have to work backwards from 54 and I've got to say, okay, if I'm going to be at point A at 54, then what has to happen in year 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, all the way down to year one to get me there? And that way, you're not just thinking about, well, I want to get so much done in 2022. You're thinking about the things that I'm listing as priorities in 2022 are priorities because they're leading to the fulfillment of who I want to be in 2032. And so it's super important if you're going to make 2022 your best year yet, that you see 2022, not as this year where I'm just going to, I'm going to totally change my life and I'm going to revamp everything and I'm going to get all this stuff. No, no, no. How does 2022 and whatever it is you say you want to accomplish in 2022, how is that leading to the fulfillment of your vision in 2032? Make the connections now so that every year is fitting into the long-term vision. And so it's not about doing way too much in one given year because you're never, if you don't, if you don't pace yourself and have a plan for the key milestones that should be happening every year for the next 10 years, you're not going to wake up in year seven and think you can just double time it and make up for the six years before that, that you didn't do anything. So see 2022 as one year leading to the fulfillment of your vision for a decade. Point number two, have no more than three major goals for the year. No more than three major goals, right? So uh, since pretty much since, I don't know, I don't know if I'd say 40, but but really I was very vigilant about the decade of 40. Meaning when I turned 40, I was pretty clear with myself on where I want to be by 50. So the way I do my decade planning is I look at it from one start of a decade. So uh, 30 to 40, I wasn't as vigilant about this, but 40 to 50, oh yes. Oh yes. At 40, I was like, okay, we're, we're not going to screw around now, right? Like, let's be real. There are things that need to happen in the 40 to 50 decade. So <clears throat> when I think about it, it's really important. And I knew this at 40, and I know this going into the year of 44, that I had fewer goals so I could put all of my energy into them. And in fact, in the decade of 40, there are really, for me, th there are three major goals. One being the fertility, having more children thing. And 
I don't list that as a, a decade goal per se, the way I, I do these other two, because part of getting pregnant, staying pregnant, having a baby, that's a God job. So there's a big piece of that that I do not control. So I don't put it on my, in my power journal. I don't write it down on my daily goals because simply put, I've been through infertility before in my twenties. And I just know that at the end of the day, God decides I will do everything I can for that, but God will decide. So what I'm trying to say to you is there are certain goals that cannot be handled in the same way as other goals. For me, one of those is fertility and having more children, but in general, you want to have no more than three major goals, not only for the year, but for the decade. And everything, there will be sub goals, right? Based on your no more than three decade goals. But really, when you think about what are the major things I want to accomplish in this year and in this decade, there should be no more than three major goals. So I've told you that for me, one of them is fertility. I don't really do what I'm going to tell you that I do with the other two, because again, that's a God job. But the other two goals have been very consistent over the last few years. One is to get super fit. I want to do a bodybuilding competition, totally in my control get super fit. The other one is what I call 52, 52, 52, which means I have had a goal for the last few years of wanting to publish 52 books. So write and publish 52 books, 52 courses on Skillshare, 52 courses on Udemy. So I'm at book number, I'm currently writing book number 31. So I'm getting closer, but let me tell you, when I first started the 52 books uh, goal, I wanted to write 52 books in a year like one book a week. And I quickly learned that year that I was like, no, there's no way that's going to happen. That's a cute goal, but it's a lot of hard work. So I had to adjust that goal and I had to say, okay, what is feasible? And that means 52 books, 52 courses on Skillshare, 52 courses on Udemy, and some of the, the Skillshare and the Udemy courses overlap. So I'm putting the same course that I put on Skillshare on Udemy. So that is a much more feasible goal. But again, those are my two major goals outside of the fertility thing, 52, 52, 52, getting super fit. Now, are there other business goals that I want to pursue? Of course there are. There are many other, but I'm keeping my focus on the 52, 52, 52. And when I accomplish that, then I will get into the next business goal that is leading to the fulfillment of the decades goal. Super fit. Uh, that's going to be a lifelong process. I can get super fit in the next couple of years, but staying super fit that's called a lifetime goal. So once again, my point to this is have no more than three major goals. Will there be a lot of smaller goals and milestones that lead you to those three major goals? Of course there will be. But anytime you find yourself wanting to do some major transformation in like five different areas, so you want to change careers and you want to go back to school and you want to buy a house or build a house and you want to have more children and you want to get super fit, like now you are spreading yourself thin and none of those goals will get accomplished because a lot of what you're going to have to do for each of those five to seven goals are in direct conflict with what you've got to do for the other ones. So to avoid goal conflict, which is going to happen regardless, or to minimize it, reduce it, have no more than three major goals for the year. Third point on this one, how to make 2022 your best year yet. Write out your goals on a daily basis. I got this from Grant Cardone originally. I heard Grant Cardone talk years ago about this idea that he writes his goals down every single day. And I do think it's super powerful. And when I say write your goals down every single day, literally get, I call it my power journal or my power book, but get a journal or a notebook 
and make sure that part of your startup ritual in the morning is to literally write out your yearly goals every single day, which I have a whole system for how I do each day's pages because there's two pages involved. One page has the yearly goals. One page also has a pyramid drawing, which shows what are those key decade milestones that I want to get to. They also have, for me, what are my core values? So I remind myself every single day what those are. And also the, the five lessons I feel like in this lifetime I came to learn. So that's one page in my power journal every single day. And then the other page are a number of quotes that are super important to me that remind me both who I am and what I'm here to do. And then I have my five things for the day that I want to get done. Now, do I typically get all five things done? No. But if I get all five things done, I get to put a W for win on the second page to say, hey, I got all my top five things done. So I tell you all of that because however you choose to do it, as long as you're writing down on a daily basis, what are your yearly goals? to remind yourself that is super, super important because we're going to forget. Like I forget my yearly goals all the time, even though I write them down every single day. And then when I write them down in the morning, I say to myself, oh, that's right. I said I was going to do that this year. Oh, that's right. And then it informs how I schedule my day because now that I've written down what my goals are for this particular year, I look at how I'm scheduling the day and my mind is already going to the place of, is what you're making a priority today leading you to the accomplishment of that goal? Because if it's not, you need to, you need to question that. You need, are you really going in the direction of your yearly goal commitments or not? So the third thing you want to do to make 2022 your best year yet is to write out your goals in your own handwriting, not in Evernote, not in Microsoft Word, in your own handwriting every single day as part of your morning startup ritual. Point number four, schedule the daily tasks that will get you to your yearly goal first in the day. So this is all about DMA, daily massive action, which I love to talk about. DMA, you got to do the DMA. And what a lot of people do is they push the DMA to later in the day. And I struggle with this as well. Um, You know, Every, my, my early morning is my best time. It is my favorite time. Um, I so love to work out early in the morning. And yet if I want business stuff done, I cannot work out early in the morning because it's one or the other, right? So goal conflict right there. Super fit is one of my goals. 52, 52, 52 is one of my goals. And truly at the end of the day, I am in this constant back and forth of what is more important. And at the end of the day, business wins out. So for me, I can meal piece exercise throughout the day and like fit 20 minutes here. And it's not ideal. I don't love it that way. I like to do two to three hours solidly in the morning. That's I'm not in that stage. And so when I schedule my daily tasks, I, I am constantly fighting the reality that what is number one, my one thing as Gary Keller would say is business, even though I want it to be fitness and since business is my one thing, it has to happen first in my day. And so what I'm going to say, if you're a night person, you know, night is the right time for you. So that actually happens last in your day. But I would argue that most people, if you want to get the most done, you need to schedule 
whatever DMA, whatever daily massive action you're going to do on your goals for as early in the day as possible before everybody wakes up, before there are interruptions, before poop hits the fan and you got to change your plans for the day, like as early as you can get the stuff done that is going to lead you to the achievement of your goals in 2022. Schedule it. That just reduces all likelihood that you're going to get derailed in that particular day. So schedule the daily tasks that will get you to your yearly goals first in the day. Fifth and final point I'm going to cover in this episode, how to make 2022 your best year yet. Create many goals that lead to a feeling of victory. So I just published my my 30th book and it, it was called The Ultimate Coaching Toolbox. And when I tell you it was a pain in the ass, it was a pain in the ass. It, it took twice as many words to get it done as I really had planned. So it took me a lot longer. I had to use a lot more business hours to get it done. I was really done with the book by the time I'd finished it and submitted it on Amazon. And the reality is, uh, when I hit, when it actually got published on Amazon and it, it actually was available on Amazon, there was this overwhelming sense of victory. There was this like, and I, and I was reminded because it had been so long since I last published a book. I was reminded that there is nothing like that, that feeling of accomplishment and achievement and victory because you got a whole project done, a, a goal achieved. There is nothing like that feeling for driving momentum to the next goal. And so when you're thinking about 2022, it isn't just about like, okay, here are my three goals for 2022. And you, you experience that feeling of victory and achievement when the end of 2022 comes, because that won't sustain your momentum. To sustain your momentum, you need mini goals that lead to that feeling of victory because achieving the mini goals and sitting in the feeling of exhilaration because you won it leads to you wanting to do even more to get to the next mini goal. So one of the things I would suggest you do is as you think about 2022, decide in advance what those small wins are going to be and go after them. And every small win creates even more momentum. So let me give you an example of, of my 2022 small wins. I have certain fitness goals for 2022 and what I've built into my 2022 plan is there are going to be certain milestones where I hit certain sizes where I'm going to do things that represent that small win. So a photo shoot because I've been overdue for a new business photo shoot for like a decade, Uh photo shoot, video shoot, you know, buying certain workout outfits that I really want to look great in. Those are the small wins because when I get to that photo shoot and I see the visual difference in myself at a certain goal, that's not the end goal. That's not arriving at that fitness goal. That is a win. When I do the video shoot, because I've hit another fitness goal, that's a big win. When I I'm able to buy the fitness, uh, clothing, and I start working out and I look in the mirror and I see my body being sculpted a certain way. That's a win. So again, I've built in those wins so that I'm not just waiting to arrive at the end of the year to be a certain size. I'm actually building in those big kind of I've arrived feelings into mini goals. And so that will keep me motivated to go all the way in 2020. Too. So just remember, you want those small wins to hopefully occur every single month or at least every quarter. So every three months, 
but no farther apart than every quarter. Every three months, there should be something that happens that is considered the achievement of a mini goal leading up to the bigger goals for the year. So every quarter, you're really getting something done and feeling the power of that, which then gets you more motivated to do other stuff. At the end of the day, here's what I'm going to say about 2022. It's going to be a better year for, for most of us. I think the energy of 2022 is a much more stable energy than 2021. And I'm going to talk about in numerology, what does 2022 mean? So that you understand what I mean when I say the energy of the year is going to be more stable. But I want you to understand that even if you're listening to this episode in 2025 or 2030, the point at the end of the day is you're the creator of your year. Any year that you're in, you're the creator of it. But you've got to be super intentional about creating your year your way. It is easy to get derailed. I'm not going to tell you it's not totally easy. It is super easy to get derailed. But the only protector of your time, the only person who can put up boundaries to say, no, this is what's got to get done. And I'm focusing on this. The only person who can do that is you. The only person who can do that is you. So I say all of that because I want you to really, really understand that you're the person who's got to do this for you. You're the one. You're the one. So don't focus on everything you didn't accomplish last year or the year before that or the decade before that. If the last 10 years have been like, you know, I I look at my 30s now and I go, I don't know where my 30s went. <laughs> like I kind of look at my 30s and I go, I was in a bunch of shit storms in my 30s. And so there's a part of me that feels like, oh man, if I had just done my 30s differently, I would have my PhD in clinical psychology by now. Uh, I would already have done the 52, 52, 52 by now. I could sit in that if I want to, but that's not going to transport me back to 30. That's not going to have me make de- like the past is done. What I can say is I can take all the lessons of my inaction in my 30s and I can leverage that and be super urgent and intentional in my 40s because I understand how quickly a decade goes. So don't feel bad about what hasn't happened, but use the lessons of the last decade and the last year to really fuel your ability to get laser focused and super intentional in this new year. That is how you make 2022 your best year yet. I I want you to remember, don't get caught up in, well, what if I screw up this year as well, right? Going back to that quote I said at first, don't fear failure. Fear being in the exact same place next year as you are today. That I mean, and even fear, like fear is is natural, it's normal, it's a part of the human experience, but fear is not meant to freeze you. Fear is meant to force you to level up. Fear is meant to be used as fuel and not as something that keeps you stuck. So take your fears, whatever they are, and use them. Leverage them. Make 2022 your best year yet. You know why? Because you can, right? Like you don't need a reason to make this next year your best year. You know why you want to do it? Just to show yourself that you can that you can do it, that, you know, you just feel like doing it and you're going to make this the best year ever because why not? Like, you know, you, you have the power, why not use it? That's how I want you to take 2022 in a way that is light, in a way that has ease and flow to it, but in a way that has focus and intentionality. It can feel 
easy and it can feel like things are just flowing, even though you're laser focused and very intentional. Intentionality doesn't have to feel like hard work. It can feel like that's exactly what I'm supposed to do next. And that is flow. So make 2022 your best year yet. Make it your best year yet simply because you have the power to. And just know that when you get off track, when you get derailed, that's normal. It's about getting yourself back on track the moment you realize that you are getting off track. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening to this episode of She Runs the Show. I will catch you on the next episode of She Runs the Show. 